Well, for those of you I've not yet seen this year, a happy new year. It's 2023. Where did 2022 go? <clears throat> I felt like as we entered 2023, we wanted to see the terms and conditions of the year before we agreed to enter it based on 2022. <laughs> Will it be as difficult? At this time each year, we prayerfully bring a text for the year to the church, say this is what we believe God has been putting before us. And you remember last year's was about praying constantly and being diligent in prayer. This year's, it's slightly different and it's hopefully going to come up on the screen any second now. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. We believe this is the text for Romford Baptist Church, for us as individuals and for us as a church. That sense that God is going to do something which we cannot yet see. If you read the text that uh, was just read by Barbara, thank you, Barbara, for reading it. It starts off with a sense of a woman who is in despair, a woman who faces shame. And God is saying to that woman, look, that season's over. Get ready for the next season. I think I'm getting to that stage now where I'm getting tired when everything goes wrong. We blame the pandemic. Have you noticed everybody says, well, it's not our fault, it's the pandemic that did it. The government seems very good at using that excuse. I'm not sure how long it can go on for. But that sense that everything is looking back to the pandemic. And as we come with this verse before us, it's that sense that that was then. That was then. The pandemic was something that's happened. Okay, COVID is still around. But that was then. Now God is going to do something new. God is going to do something that is greater. The picture can go off the screen for a while now, thanks Sam. Although the, maybe the picture was better than what you get instead. I don't know. <laughs> this text in Baptist life has one of the most dramatic, made one of the most dramatic effects in the whole of the Baptist history. A single sermon from this text. It was a text that was preached on in a minister's gathering in Northampton by a certain guy called William Carey. After the text, a tobacco tin, says something about the Baptist ministers of the day, doesn't it? A tobacco tin was passed around and as that tobacco tin was passed around, the first offering and the launch of the Baptist Missionary Society was founded from this text. And the theme and the text title was this, Expect Great Things from God. Attempt Great Things for God. Expect Great Things from God attempt great things for God. 
we in the 21st century maybe have lost that expectation that God will do something amazing. Yet as we have sat here this morning and we have seen our friends go through the waters of baptism, we have seen God do something amazing, haven't we? They're lives that have been put the right way up. They're lives that are met with Jesus and they have been transformed. I don't fail to get excited about that, do you? Maybe you do. And God is still in the life-changing business. One of my prayers for Romford Baptist Church this year is we see more and more lives changed for God's glory. Wouldn't that be great? I'm not sure you're with me yet. I know it's New Year. I know it's early in the year. But it would be really exciting if God was touching more lives, wouldn't it? Amen? It would be really exciting if people were coming to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? It would be really exciting if each one of us went to a deeper level in our faith in Jesus. Amen? And so as we look at this text, it starts off with the, the phrase, enlarge the place of your tent. To a barren woman, this is probably offensive to say, isn't it? Enlarge the place of your tent. But what it is, is do something ready in faith. Prepare for God to do something big. Prepare. means you step out in faith, expecting God to do something. You expect God to do something when we step out in faith. I remember once a church saying, we never see God healing in this church. And the question was asked, how many people do you pray to be healed? And we don't do that because we never see them healed. Friends, you want to see God work? Start praying. Start praying for people to be healed. And God will answer the prayers. Start praying words of faith. And God will start doing some amazing things. But whilst we don't expect anything from God, we will get exactly that. And this phrase, enlarge the place of your tent, is get ready for God to start doing something. Don't sit there and say, God, tell me when you're ready. God, tell me when you want to move. Expecting God to say, right, okay. No, go on. Isaiah here is encouraging us to get ready for God to do something. To take a step of faith. To get the place big enough. Enlarge the place of your tent. encouragement to think big to dream big 
to get a bigger perspective. Have you ever watched a screen where there's an irritating dot in the middle? Maybe you tell you've got this irritating dot, but all you can focus on is that dot, that problem. Yet there is a great big screen that is doing amazing things, but you're focusing on the little bit of irritation. Your brain is stuck there. Everything you do is stuck to that point. You, all you can see is the problem. Oh, aren't we like that? Aren't we like that? And we spend our lives looking at the problem and the battle, and we think, let this problem to solve. Yet, God is at work. Yes, when God's at work, there will be opposition. When God is at work, there will be those who want to hold everything back. When God is at work, there will be critics and there will be doomsayers and there will be all the people who want to stop seeing God at work. Why? Because they're not in control any longer. Because God's in control. Elijah faced was head. Make space for God to work. Expect great things from God. Attempt great things for God. Dream big. And in 2023, may we be a church and people that dream big. You see from the image that was on the screen, there's certain words in a different colour. Sam, can you have it up again, please? Thank you very much. And the first one was enlarge. The second one is stretch. Thank you. You can go away again in a minute and we'll come back to it. Stretch. Stretching is something that puts things under tension also allows it to be bigger. It's stretching is about getting past our current limitations. Stretching means growing in faith. And I believe God wants to stretch us as disciples this year. He wants us to grow our faith. He wants us to grow up as Christians. Stretching means that we're going to get outside our comfort zone. Stretching might mean we do things we've never done before, but we will hear somebody say, we've never done it that way before. No, we've never done it that way before. Isn't God great? Stretching our A very unfamiliar world to me is the world of gyms. You might be able to guess that, but I can't understand why people go through the torment and then come back and complain about it. But what I do know is if you want to go get fit, it's always pushing yourself a bit further than where you are comfortable. I do like long distance walking, I do like walking a lot. And sometimes you sort of set out the walk, we're gonna do this, should we just do this bit further? 
and that stretching, you get back and you're tired and you're maybe aching a bit, but you feel it has done you good. In our faith, God is calling us to do that stretch. Go that bit beyond where we are now. To stretch our faith, to become stronger. Paul says these words, I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. That sense of pressing on, the keeping going, the going forward that bit further. Will you stretch yourself this year? Will you allow yourself to be stretched in your faith and in your discipleship? Stretched that you get to know more about God and you see more of God and you get more involved in what God is doing. You allow yourself to be involved in his mission. phrase that's used in a different colour on our text is the word that will come up as now and say this do not hold back do not hold back that sense in Isaiah 54 verse 2 stretch stretch now stop holding back often have we as Christians held back held back from what God is doing we like to observe from the boundaries or the parameters instead of getting involved we like to hold back because we want to remain in control we like to hold back because of that sense that actually it could cost us something we want to hold back because we really don't want to become radical Christians. We want to hold back because we're afraid that God might put his finger on something in our lives and say, stop doing that. We want to hold back. And Isaiah says, do not hold back. And into our lives, God wants to move, and he wants to move us. He wants to take us on. The temptation is to just go that little way in. But we're called not to hold back. Are you holding back at the moment? Are you holding back from being the disciple that God's calling you to be? Are you holding back because you're afraid of what it would be to get involved in church, in Christ stuff, in faith again? Are you holding back because you're afraid it's going to be costly and it's going to stop your lifestyle as it is? Are you holding back? Are you holding back? Maybe you're holding back from being baptised because you're afraid of the water or afraid of what others might say or afraid that you're not good enough and you're holding back. Well, maybe 
Today, you hear these words, do not hold No tent is going to get bigger unless the guide ropes are made longer. When I was uh, a lot younger, I used to do a lot of camping, competitive camping, uh, particularly when we were doing our competitive hiking. And the one thing you know is you need to get your guide ropes properly lengthened to hold your tent to the ground. I once remember being in a storm, it was a force eight or nine gale on the Isle of Skye, and we were there in a tent, and we hadn't done this properly. And here we were, 14-year-olds in a tent, in the middle of this place, without the security we should have there. And it was in the days before your ground sheet was connected to the top pit. So the top bit would go, where it's at least today, your ground sheet's there. And as long as you stay on the ground sheet, the tent will not fly away. But the tent went off. We were left exposed in the wind. And 14-year-old guys, what are we going to do? We looked on the caravan next door. Thanks <laughs> for shelter. Because We want to be strong in our faith. It is when we are strengthened by cords. But what are the cords connected to? The last part of this verse. Strengthen yourself. You know, the bit that goes into the ground. Strengthen that. don't have your stakes right, your cords will go, and if your cords are not right, the tent will fall, and if the tent will fall, you will not have a larger place, you will start holding back, and this will do nothing for you. And so, the pace are vital. feel like going into a boys' brigade song now, but you'll be teased by once. Will your anchor hold in the storm or not? Will your stakes stay firm? Will your stakes, are you founded, are you grounded, are you got a foundation that will hold and will allow whatever God wants to do to be done? The strengthening means that our internal character is stronger. It's about character development, which enables us to deal with the things that come. And if we're not strong on the inside, we will be moved from the path when trials come. Oh, I could say so much more about this. You'll be pleased to know today I'm not. But through this year, we'll be coming back to this again and again. Everybody today, as you go, will be able to be taking one of these. It's a tent bed. Okay? 
and a key ring. Your state. Put it somewhere obvious. Okay, it's going to look funny on the mantelpiece in your lounge. That's okay. It will remind you of the births and what God can do. But I want to ask you as we enter 2023 and as we go forward, will you enlarge the place of your tent? Will you stretch your curtain tent wide? Will you not hold back? Will you lengthen your cords? Will you strengthen your state? Will you let God do amazing things in you? As individuals, will you? Will you? Some of us know sure now. Oh, this is that's the radical religion. Where we've got to do something. No, this is discipleship. This is following Jesus. This is Christianity. This is what God wants. Will you do those things? And as a church, will we take this verse so seriously? However costly and challenging it will come. Don't go out without one of these today. And we also have a few spare key rings which you can take and put on your key ring to remember the birth every time you go out, every time you start your car, if you needed to do it. It won't help for me because my key's in the pocket, I never can take it out. Uh, <laughs> but take it. Remember, God wants to do something amazing through us and in us. But it will only happen when we take God seriously. Let's put the verse up one more time, Sam, please. And I want us to say, let's say it together. Let's say these words together. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your tents. Let's have it up again. the place of my tent. Stretch my tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen my cords. Strengthen my tents. And Lord, that's our prayer today. That you will do that in us. Us as individuals. But Father, that you will do that in your church. Lord, we say, have your way, whatever the cost. Come, Lord Jesus. And may we see more of you. More of you in our lives more of you in our, your church, 
May we not hold back from what you want us to do. Lord, if you want us to take some big steps, do that. Let us know. But Lord, people that you have counsel, authority, 